I wake up every single day, I am who I say I am. And I get what I get because I live in B-Smoke. Stop being gazelle, you're not average. You're not even good, you were born to be great. What's going on world? Welcome to another edition of the Secret to Success podcast. I'm your host, CJ. Joined as always by the Bayesian sensation, Mr. Carl Wesley. What's happening? We back, y'all. What it do? Phillips and Dr. Douglas Thomas. What's going down? Six minutes, y'all. Six minutes, y'all. Hey, I was just saying, see, man, me and Carl, we we so, man, we super excited, man. Like, we in the dream, man. We, of course, you know, I don't know if the you know, our audience knows, but we bought our own property, 15 acres of land with two buildings, uh, two office complexes. Can I say that, Carl? Plexus. We're going to make it a word. Yeah, the complexes. Yeah, complexes. Compound. Um, yeah, you know what I'm saying? There we go. See, thank yeah. you. And man, I'm just so geeked up, man. Like, we busting walls down. You know, we. I think me and Carl did two 12s. You know, Saturday we yes, went in sir. for 12 hours. We, we fooled people, told them we was barbecuing. When they got here, mm-hmm. it was pizza. You know what I'm saying? But uh, put in 12 hours one day, 12 hours the next day, painted, pulled carpet up. Man, we getting it in, man. So it's just it's just good. And there's levels to this. You know, this ain't our first time dreaming. It's not our first time accomplishing. But, like, we got our own now. And it's just a I, – I can't explain the feeling. Yep, we went from the basement to the garage, you know, to a little small warehouse. I don't know if the warehouse was bigger than most people's kitchen, you know. But um, now, man, we got enough space for an academy. You know, so I'm just looking forward to the day when our um, game changers, we're creating a space right now, auditorium. That's our first, you know, level. So I can't wait till the game changers can come. And um, yeah, man. So, yeah, see, I'm I'm excited, man. Yeah, no. And for those of you who don't know, um, we're talking about the church back at the house. I don't know if that was clear, but um, a place of change, which is the church that we have back in Michigan that my wife and I go to online. Um, of course, being down here in Atlanta, but you know, why now? I guess he just, I mean, since we talked about it, I didn't, you know, know you're going to bring it up, but why now? I mean, we could have bought a building a long time ago, but you know, you felt like now was the time to just buy this huge facility. Um, what was the, what was the reasoning for that right now? Well, you know, it's, it's weird, but you know, I never really was looking for a property, but when we saw this, uh, me and Carl was like, yo, it's it. Like, it's an upstairs and downstairs. It's like church and ETA. You, you know what I'm saying? With 15 acres of land. And if you were to look at the picture, Carl has a picture. I promise you, minuscule. When you look at this picture, the buildings, and then you look at the land, like, bruh, it's unbelievable, bro. So I think, I think the actual building, see, is seven. Well, there's two buildings. One of them is 5,000 square feet. I think the other one's like 17,000 square feet. But yeah, I got lost you when look I went at in the there. Aerial, I, got, I was lost. I didn't know how to get out yeah. of that sucker. The, hey, the aerial photo of this joint show you the 17 square foot, 17,000 square foot building that we in that we think is humongous. It's like a dot in the center of the property. Like, so it's wow. just like, like he said, man, we got a compound now that we could do, you know, we could do some damage, man. Like, we serious now. The Christian Olympics. We can have a little <laughs> hundred meters. You know what I'm saying? No we can get a hundred no meter doubt. dash going. Me, Jamie, Chuck, you know what I'm saying? See who... <laughs> Win the hundred meter, man. No, nah, that's dope, man. So, yeah, um, I'm, I'm excited, man. Of course, I got a chance to come up there and see it at, during Jalen's graduation. But I'm excited to see all the work y'all gonna put in, and then I can walk back into a luxury palace. You know what I'm saying? No, no questions asked. I'm with no, y'all no, in no. spirit. Y'all sending me yeah, videos of like sludge hammers and stuff. I'm not sure if I'd be much good to y'all. I got a bad shoulder, so you know what I'm saying, and a bad knee. So we're gonna go ahead and you know. I'll hey, supervise. if it make you feel. If it make you feel any better, Ken came when he heard that we was having a barbecue. 
Oh, for, oh, you know Ken came as soon as the fool was on the line. Ken came was like, what? And then he had to use the muscles to do some actual labor, and he probably got scared. So, yeah, shout oh, out yeah. to Ken for showing up for the fool. Um, no questions real, asked. Real quick, man, how was y'all Memorial Weekend? Uh, he just told you about it. Oh, that's all it was. <laughs> he just that's told you it about was. it. Oh, I say it's it's Wednesday. I'm thinking shifts. you were talking yeah. about Monday and Tuesday. Y'all was over there. Oh, let me tell week. you okay. something. We was over guy. here all weekend, yeah. Well, I yeah, didn't really nah, care didn't about stop. y'all's. I was, it was really just the setup, so I can tell you about mine anyway. So. <laughs> oh, no question. Hey, you know C, I'm... how was your Memorial Day weekend, oh, C? I thought you'd never ask. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, no, it was good, man. It was good in all seriousness. We had a date night, and, um, you know, I want to talk to you guys about that. Um, but, yeah, we went and saw uh, Chris Rock on, what mm. night was that? Sunday night. We went and saw Chris Rock. Of course, he's back on tour. And I always like Chris Rock. Uh, I'm a Dave Chappelle guy myself, but Chris Rock, you know, is a legend nonetheless. And some of our friends got tickets. And so we went. And I didn't tell, I think I might have told E, but I didn't tell you, Carl. Yo, you talk, you know, when you realize that you're not on a certain level, when we went to Chris Rock, bro, you know how, like, we try to tell people, you know, for those of you who've been to our live events, we say, hey, you know, don't film the event, right? Like, because people film the whole event and put it on YouTube. And it's like, yo, you're taking away some of the intimacy and, you know, some of the sweetness for the next people who come. So at the Stay Ready Tours or whatever, we'll always tell people, hey, feel free to take, you know, flash shots, but don't take video, right? Because people want to take a video, put it up, live stream it to the whole world. It's not fair, right? So we just, you know, politely make an announcement at the beginning of the show. Yo, tell me why we go to Chris Rock, right? When you go to security, Carl, there's like, just like TSA type security, right? They like, yo, pull out your phone. They got these pouches, Right. Like I've never seen mm. them like it before, like big pouches. That's like maybe like the size to carry like a big cell phone. You know what I'm saying? And you put your you, they make you put your phone in these pouches and then they lock the thing, lock the pouch. Oh, wow. So you cannot get to your phone. They tell you to put your phone oh, on wow. or whatever. And they they lock it in this bag and you go through security. You get to keep the phone with you in the bag, but you cannot. It's like one of those like mm. almost like reminds you of like a, a tag on the clothing items. You know what I'm oh, talking yeah, about? Yeah, that, like yeah. you got to have like the little machine to like pop it to off. To take it off. It's yeah. like that kind of deal. So like when you go into the show, they have a designated cell phone unlock area where you can go through this little, you know, in this little hallway and they'll unlock your phone and you could use your phone if you need to use it at the show. And then you got to go back through the metal detector and you got to put it back in the little sack before you go back out to wow. the show. I was like, yo, this is next level. I'm like, yo, I got kids. You know, we got a babysitter. Like, what if something goes wrong? Um, but, yeah, no, they are not playing games. I was like, whoa, mm. that's it. I mean, but then, you know, my wife was like, oh, that's crazy. And why would they do this? And I'm like, yo, I heard Netflix bought this special for like $40 million. So they trying to protect their oh, investment. No doubt. All and I can't blame them. But I've never seen anything like that in my life. They literally made you lock your phone up. And, like, it was no getting around. It wasn't like you could be like, oh, I don't got a phone. Because you had to go through the metal detector. You know what I mean? And so... It was uh it was insane, y'all. It was um it was insane. And then uh Monday we took the kids to the circus or whatever. It was um it was cool, it was hot out, but we took the kids to the circus, had a good time. But I want to get into my uh am I tripping or uh real quick, because I, I mean I I'm I'm telling y'all, it's uh I, I wrote it down. It was so bad I wrote it down. And I just had to see if, if I was tripping or if this was something y'all experienced too. And I, I had to say, am I tripping or does your wife never want your opinion? And even if they ask for it, they don't want it. Let me tell you what happened the other day. So this and this is like all the time. But I really just wanted to see like, yo, am I the only one? So Candace, we're getting ready to go out. I can't remember where we were going to the store or something. Right. She comes out the closet. She's like, 
look at my shirt. And I was like, looked at it. She was like, does it need to be ironed? And I was like, no, nah, you good. Of course, right? That's what we always say. No, nah, you good. Let's go. <laughs> right? I'm trying to get out the house. She's like, mm. I, I leave. I walk out thinking she's behind me. Boom. I go back. Where is she? At the ironing board. Right? So I'm mm. like, okay. I ain't say nothing, Carl. You know what I'm saying? First time, I'm like, cool. I ain't say nothing. Then later on, we get ready to leave the house again. And Avery's got on like these little pants or whatever. And she spilled like, I don't know, like some yogurt or something on her pants. Wipe it off. Boom. We good to go. She looks at me. Candace looks at me. She's like, should I go change her pants? No, she's fine. Let's go. Next thing I know, she's upstairs changing <laughs> Avery's pants. Right. No doubt. So I said, this time I got to say something, right? So I said, <laughs> for real, babe, out of curiosity's sake, why do you ask my opinion if you never take my advice? This is a verbatim quote that I went and wrote down in my phone. I was like, I mm. will share this with the podcast. Mm. She said, to be honest, babe, I really just want you to confirm what I already assumed. <laughs> Bruh. Uh, I'm like, wait a, I'm like, bro, why in the world? I'm just like, yo, so like for real, from now on, I'm just not saying anything. Like, I just don't even know what to do now. I'm like, how you going to say you just want me to confirm? I'm like, I can't win. So it's like, yo, your girl asked your opinion. Is it just me or is it like no point in even answering? Just be yes. Just be a yes man. Yes man and don't. Hey, at the end I'm of the day, I'm saying Carl's not even a be... yes or no though. She's saying, should I iron or shouldn't I iron? Don't iron. Mm. Iron. Like I probably should have been like, what? I'm gonna just start saying the opposite of what I really what? wanted to do. So <laughs> right, if she's like, does right. this need to be iron? I'm gonna be like, whoo, babe, I've never seen such a wrinkle. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and just, see, you know what I'm saying? Just see if I can flip it the other way. A little reverse psychology, man. So let me no, tell you wow. something. So we're doing this building, right? Right. And um. I promise you, and Carl can attest to it. Now, I don't know how my wife became the construction manager, first of oh, all. She's the foreman. <laughs> I don't, she's I'm the just foreman. saying, I don't know. I thought Jamie was the foreman because he's got he's a carpenter. No, well, so hey. I, I, that's what I thought. So we we in this joint. Bruh, I promise you. <laughs> we so this is we this morning, see, so get ready. This morning, see. Get I already ready. Know. Get ready. I already Bruh, know. So 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 we decide. You know, we're going to paint, you know, we're going to paint, you know, so, you know, she gives us, I promise you, she goes to the, um, what is it, like Home Depot or Lowe's and brings back the paint samples, like the colors, you know what I'm saying? So she brings it back. Mm -hmm. And so we all like, okay, this color, this color, this color. And then she like this color. And I'm like, okay, I'm not trying to be funny. I was in the room when five people said which colors they said, and nobody said that color. How did it get that color? Hmm. Because seven people voted. And of the seven people, I didn't hear one person say that particular color. Uh, so I'm saying, was that, uh, did we really vote? Or well, was this the Electoral College? Oh, you thought this was like a democracy. I feel like it was Electoral College, though, some kind of way. That even though all six of us it's said yes to one color, you know what I'm saying? So then we went with carpet. We had, see, we had to do come measure. He measured. <laughs> she went and looked at the carpet, came she back and samples. showed us two pieces. She yeah. gave us samples, bro. Yeah. Okay, which one? We like, we want that one right there. So my man was like, okay, we do that one right there. We'll do this one in the foyer. We'll do this mm -hmm. one in the kitchen. See, we got up at six o'clock in the morning, went to Lowe's. Then we went to Home Depot, only for her to call me and say, you know what? What do you think? I, 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 I think that the problem is it's a rush job. And I, I said, what? 
<laughs> just spent the last two days. I'm saying going heavy, going hard. And she said, I think it's a rush job. I don't think we should have anything in, the, in, in no carpet or nothing. Keep the subfloor so that when the people come in who haven't worked on the church, they don't, they don't think that everything is just in order. I want them to stay hungry. I said, okay, no problem. Wow. So then we get to the church and we look at the area that we're going to use now, you know what I'm saying, for the worship experience. And she looks at the floor and says, you know what? I don't think it should stay that way. I think we should go get a garage uh, paint and we should paint the floor the same color as the as the walls, but we use the industrial paint for it. And I'm sitting here, everybody like, what you think? E, I just walked out. See? Uh. I just walked out. I just walked out, bro. Sure did. I took just a walked nap. out. Took I just a nap. walked out, bro. I went to the other space and just started tearing walls down. And uh, in, uh, in the other property, I said, "What y'all?" I'm need? talking about with mad keep... aggression, though. Bro, <laughs> you was hey, Hercules in the wall. They was like, "Pastor, we good." I'm like, "No, we not." I'm busting out some walls. I think this wall need to be knocked down. But I will say this to you, see, because there are some amateurs listening to us, and and the moral of the story is, if you want to keep your marriage, keep your mouth shut. Keep your mouth shut. Keep your mouth shut. Yeah, because there's some guy listening right now. He like, I'm not taking that. You know, he like, oh. I'm not going, uh-uh. I'm, my wife ain't going, uh-uh. I'm not going, listen to me, bro. bro. I, on everything I love, do not jump out that plane. Mm. You hear oh, me right now? No. Do not jump out that plane <laughs> no, without sir. a parachute. Save no, yourself. Sir. And no, just keep sir. your mouth shut and have a health. Look, we have healthy, we're not talking, we ain't saying perfection, but we have very healthy, <laughs> oh, wholesome sure. marriages. Oh. And I'm, and, I, and I'm, and I'm keeping my marriage healthy. Oh, healthy. no doubt. My wife be trying to hit me with the okie doke. She said, tell me some things I need to work on. I said, absolutely oh, yeah, that's a setup. nothing. That's a setup. What? <laughs> work on? Are you serious? Are right? You I serious? told her, every time we have a little lemon squeeze, I'm the only one getting squoze. I'm like, I'm, I'm good. I'm the only one getting <laughs> squoze. <laughs> I'm like, yo, I'm straight. <laughs> like, I ain't trying to be funny, but I said, every time we had these conversations, I don't never had nothing. To, you know what she told me? <laughs> she told, look, this is a serious conversation. I didn't even think about this. But I told her, boy, we keep having these conversations. I told you, you don't have nothing to work on. I, now, every time I got a whole laundry list of things I need to work on, which is cool. I'm going to work on them. And she says to me, maybe your expectations for me are too low. <laughs> you might need to raise them up a little bit. <laughs> I said, wait, what? Yeah, she said, your expectations of me are too low. I'm saying, if that ain't the biggest setup for failure, you will say, tell me wow. some things I need to work on. I said, I said, look, I'm happy. I know it's all these things about me you would change, and I'm willing to work <laughs> on these things, but there's, I love you just the way you just are. Just the way you are. No, yep. That Smart is a man. setup for failure if I hey, ever uh, heard one. So uh, I, must be, I must be transparent, guys. I got to be honest. I got to be real with y'all. I didn't say anything about it. Didn't know the podcast was going this way. But I did try to correct my wife four <laughs> nights ago. R.I.P. Douglas. <laughs> R.I.P. I'm so uh, adamant hey, right now. We have a special guest. Uh, hey, we lost E.T. This, 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 this is why I'm so adamant about my man not jumping out the window, <laughs> jumping out the plane with no parachute. So, 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 Didi was giving someone some suggestions. Now, here's the deal, though. And the only reason why I jumped at this opportunity, see is because it was not really me and Didi. You know, it was a third party. And so the third party is another female who asked our suggestion, but I knew I knew Didi so well, and I know Candace, and I know Tamisha so well, that I knew she wasn't really asking us our opinion. 
Mm. Right? So now you have two foremans asking opinions. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, okay, uh, uh, I already know where this is going. So she asked, well, how many do you think? And Diddy was answering. I said, yo, Diddy, for real, don't, uh-uh, don't even say nothing. Like, uh-uh. And so Diddy kept going. I was like, yo, D, for real, like, she mm-hmm. not, she not wanna, you just stop, for real, I promise you, she don't want our opinion. She, I, I, I pro- and I'm so used to being a person who can't give his opinion that I forgot she doesn't have the power to give hers. You know what I'm saying? I got caught up. See, I'm like, we both on the same level here. Uh-uh. Homegirl. Don't, and so I told Didi, I was like, no, for real, just for real. Like, just leave it alone. And so the young lady kept asking us questions like, Didi, what do you think? And Didi didn't say nothing. And I knew because she was pissed. And so she asked her again, Diddy, how do you feel? I was like, Diddy doesn't have anything to say. <laughs> and I promise you, see, the sun went down on Diddy's wrath. Whatever that text <laughs> means, whatever the pastor meant to say when they say that, it, it didn't work. Diddy <laughs> right, went right. to bed. The sun was all the way oh, down. I'm and down. Her the moon was, was out on the wrath. Uh, the wrath was high and lifted up. The wrath didn't go nowhere. And so then we woke up the next morning. And the wrath had stayed upon her. (laughs) But see, I wasn't even upset that the wrath was on her. I went walking, you know, every morning I go and meditate. And I asked myself when when I meditated, how stupid, you know better. Why did you do that? Why'd you try to correct her? Not just correct her. You corrected her in front of somebody. You you corrected her like I'm saying, E, what was you like if that wasn't the greatest rookie mistake? I felt like Chris Webber when he called a timeout. I felt like I felt like Webb. Like, E, what were you thinking? Why weren't you paying attention? So, yeah, bro. Hey, don't jump out that plane. Don't parachute or not. Do Don't not do jump it. out that joint. Don't Keep do it. Keep your feet it's on side of the young man. Yeah, no, it's a setup. That's what I said. Just tell me everything I need to work on. I will start correcting these things. And you just keep being the perfect woman you are. All right? Cool. We good. Um, yeah, it's, it's funny, though. That good we, wife. Oh, good wife. No doubt. You know what? It's, it's actually, I didn't even really mean to go here, but I wanted to talk to you guys about um, the Chris Rock event like the actual you know performance and I don't want to blow it for those of you who love Chris Rock and um, either maybe going to see it live or watch the DVD when it came out but it was like it was hilarious and he was doing his thing and then I told you know I think I had a brief conversation with E about it but in the last 30 minutes my man got like real serious like it was like he was joking but he was serious and he was talking about his marriage and um, his divorce and how you know he ended up getting divorced after 16 years and I was like Dang, like, you know, my wife and I was looking at each other like, whoa, 16 years, him and his wife were married. And, you know, he talked about how everything was all good and how he started getting complacent and taking her for granted. You know, he was making all this money, you know, doing this thing. And he, like, expected certain things of his wife and their relationship and, you know, wasn't going the way he had hoped. And he, like, kudos to him. You know, he took all the blame for it. You know what I mean? Like, he didn't throw her under the bus. It wasn't one of those kind of deals. should be on our podcast. Right, (laughs) exactly. Exactly. It wasn't one of those kind of deals. But, um, you know, he talked about, like, yo, basically getting the big head or, you know, trying to to be big time or those kind of things. And, you know, I was wondering as I was sitting there, I'm like, man, 16 years. And, E, I know you're, you know, even past that. Carl and I are behind that. But, like, how, like, when you talk about balance, right? Because here's somebody who, you know, you think you got it made, right? You got probably $100 million or whatever. I don't know. He's got millions of dollars, you know, all this fame and all this stuff. 
and yet you can't keep your marriage together. You know, and he talked about it. Like he t- he like described the courtroom. They're sitting in court. He had to like show pictures and prove that he had food in the house for his daughters. They had like custody battle. You know, he talked about there being three lawyers over here and three lawyers on this side and, you know, just kind of this whole deal. And I'm pay- I'm like looking at this, you know, he's painting a picture and I'm sitting there going, wow, like all this success, all this money, you know, and you still can't keep the number one thing, you know, in your life. The thing that's supposed to be number one, your family, you can't put wow. them first. And he talked about some infidelity stuff as well, but and I don't really even want to go there. I just wanted to talk about the mindset that you guys have, and obviously we just talked a little bit about it, shut your mouth, but in all seriousness, you know, as as we approach whatever level of success or, you know, financial success or any of these things, how do you remain balanced? How What what do you do, e, especially you, obviously, Carl and I are mm-hmm. not on your level, but in terms of, you know, the, the not letting the things go to your head or, you know, making sure you keep your marriage first and, and you know, don't get too caught up in the work that you, you start to be your own God, if you will. Yeah, I think, see, and I, I think we are on the same level in terms of temptation. You know, <laughs> I think we all have, you know, saying we're on the road together, so we all have the same access, you know, to, to temptation. But a couple things. I think first, you know, people say that, you know, if you remember your past, you know, and you focus on your past, you have a you have a greater opportunity of not repeating the past, you know, on good or bad. You know what I'm saying? And so for me, one of the things that I try to remember is who Didi is to me, mm-hmm. you know, and not necessarily a wife, you know, but when I was homeless, you know, she was there for me. You know, she convinced me to go to college, you know, um, you know, was really supportive in terms of taking my speaking from you know, this hobby, you know, to impact in the world. And so I have to put in perspective, you know, Diddy was the first one to get a job. You know, Diddy was the first one to have insurance. You know, our first house that we bought, that was in Diddy's name. And so it's easier to stay humble, see, when you think about the fact that, yo, I wouldn't even be here with her, period. You, you know what I'm saying? And just on a, on a, a for me, just on a real level, and, and you know, it, it, God forbid if Diddy was to pass or whatever, and I would have to, you know, start all over again. But I think to myself, 27 years this year, see, of just marriage, not even her being with me. And so the stability, see, you you know what I'm saying? It's like Jordan and Pippen. It's like I couldn't replace that. And again, I I know we got uh, babies or young adults listening, but let me just say it like this. If I was with somebody else, see, it would really have to be on just the physical. You, you know what I'm saying? I'm saying like, mm-hmm. you can't get with nobody else. I can't get with another female and we got a six-month relationship, a year relationship, and have the history, see, the depth. You, you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So for me, if a dude was to cheat on his wife after he's been through what we've been through with our wives, it would just be physical. And I'm just like, see, I, I cannot sacrifice all of this stuff we work for, for physical. You, you feel what I'm saying? Like we lose our credibility. We lose our ability to flow, you know, through different genres and through different, uh, you know, mediums and through different, you know, social economic statuses, you know, different countries. Like we would lose that for something physical, see? Like, yo, it wouldn't even make sense. The opportunities we have, the impact, the influence, you know, people, somebody hit me the other day, was just like, yo, E, bump your videos. I just love the, the fact that y'all walk in integrity. Like, I, I ain't saying y'all perfect, but I can tell 
y'all walking in character, bruh. You know, so for me, see, I just think about it on a, just a basic level that if I got with somebody for the physical and lose everything Didi and I work for, you, you know what I'm saying? My respect for my kids, respect for my daughter, you know, just respect for my parents, my in-laws. Just to me, see, with the sweat equity, I feel like we work too hard for me to jeopardize us for yeah, physical. Yeah, real quick, and I, I, I get it, and I agree a thousand percent, but I, I guess... For me, I'm not even talking about the infidelity so much as the appreciation or the admiration. Yeah, that's or the, it. You know yeah. what I mean? That, that I'm same saying, that's level. That's what I was of, saying. With like, yeah, DD. I'm saying work before I work. You know what I'm saying? Insurance. Bought the first crib. Like, yo, for me, it's just like, yo, I was homeless. She snuck me into her house. You know, when it was too cold, or hooked me up with her mom's abandoned building, gave me her allowance. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, uh, all of that, bro, is just like... Right, so let yo. me make it... Let, let's make it more broad then because we want to pour into the people listening. Okay, most of us haven't had that experience with our wives. You know what I'm saying? Now, I ain't going to say I was balling when I met my wife, but I wasn't in an abandoned building. So if you don't have that... Let's just say somebody doesn't have that to fall back on, right? You You can obviously recall on memories of like, you know, almost dying in the streets. And your girl taking you from that to, you know, wherever you are now. But for the average bro, he might have met his wife when he was already making six figures. You know what I mean? To, you may be, yeah, but maybe. he wasn't. I mean, I think about you, C, and like you said, you weren't necessarily, you know what I'm saying, not, you know what I'm saying, you weren't sleeping in an abandoned building. But let's be real, Carl, let's just be real in terms of what Candace has meant to you and how I've seen you go to a whole nother level you know, when you got married and had kids, Carl has gone to a whole nother level with, you know, the birth of Jordan and, you know, and Jesse, like for real, for real, like just on a tangible level, like I've seen you guys. So no, it may not be to the same extent, but it's the same. You guys have, have been, and, and for the average dude that gets married, come on, it, bro, you got purpose. See, you know what I'm saying? You got a why now, you know how valuable that is. Like you're not just going to work to buy a car, or buy rims. When you got a wife, you got kids, you know what I'm saying? Somebody risked their life, you know, because when a woman, of course, has a child, she's close to death, you know, as, 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 you know, as most of them are probably going to be. So you just think about all these women in the world and somebody chose you and just how you have meaning now. Yo, bro, like it don't got to be the extent of what I've gone through. But when a woman chooses you, you know, let's just be real. You, you, Candace, you know, Tamisha, like when they chose you guys, like we're going to ride and die with y'all. Bro, I just seen y'all go to another level. I've seen Carl focus in a way he's never been focused before. I've seen you see go on the road and the stuff that we do. Like, you laser focused. Like, yo, I got kids now. I mean, doggone it, you done wrote a book. Why? Because of your son. Because you was reading to him at night. That wouldn't have happened without Candace. So I'm just saying that every female on the line, that guy you married, if y'all in a healthy marriage, has taken you to a place that you could have never gone to on your own. You got to respect that. You got to respect the fact that you have somebody in your life that's giving you a sense of purpose, somebody in your life that's giving like you got a twinkle in your eye, like you waking up in love. You like that's not something you could buy. See, you can't go to Walmart and buy love. You know what I'm saying? You can't do that. And so you have something precious. You have something that come on, uh, Carl. How many people do we know women? I can't wait till I get married. They 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 can't even enjoy their life now, Carl, because they so concerned about. That's real. You know what I'm saying? Getting married. How many dudes you know? You know what I'm saying that like, and I'm not trying to dog nobody out, but how many dudes you know that that's 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 like clubbing, partying, doing their thing because they don't have no sense of purpose, who end up getting married, see, and you just see them 
take their life and, 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 and the value of their life to a whole new level. So again, like I said, we're not talking about homelessness, but if you're married and in a healthy relationship, that person has done something phenomenal for you and has taken you from one level to the next. Yeah, and it's just so crazy, man, when you think about the divorce rate and you hear about it and, you know, that, you know, kind of hits you hard. And, you know, like for me, like I said, he said 16 years. I think Candace is not coming up on eight in August. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, they was married twice as long. And you think, like, you always think there's like some magic threshold. Like, all right, cool. You make it to 10 years, it's all good. Hmm, I think yeah. we were in, where were we at? Australia, where my man said he had been married 50 years. My man was like, yo, I've been married 50 years and got a divorce. Me and E was like, what in the world? My man said he, bruh, 50 years. And I'm like, yo, I don't know for you, Carl, does it, if it makes you feel vulnerable at all or if it, you know what I mean? When you hear that, like what, what goes through your head? So let me start here. Funny enough today, f- funny enough, see, today is yes, our sir. 10th. Yes, sir. Today <laughs> is our 10th. <laughs> uh, so as I talked to you, like last, last night I was being dumb. But of course, we worked at the church till probably like 10 something last night, got home. And as soon as Tamisha got her shower laid down, I put the little Bluetooth speaker on and I was like, y'all know what song I went to? The Tony Tone Boy. Do you know what today is? Do you know what today is? Do you know what today is? Drop that kid. Drop that kid. (laughs) DJ Kid. Yeah, no doubt. You had to come. And And then the grown man gifts. (laughs) <laughs> Indeed. Hey, but no. So, so I, I'm just here sitting listening for real, just thinking I woke up today like, and I was joking and I was like, yo, we made it. Not like, you know, being funny, like we made it to 10. And see, here's the weird part for me. I cannot see it not being 20. Right, right. Like I can't see it not being 30. But does you know anybody I mean? like, it's not all... see it? Like when you get married on that fateful day. Oh, that's real. Like, who sees divorce? You know what I'm saying? Like that's everybody so starts real. out on the same plan. Like everybody like, yeah. yo, this is forever. You say it in front of God, in front of your family. You done invited people out the whole nine. Like you had to think like divorce is hard. Like, yo, you talking about splitting up, like especially like kids and, you know, money and the whole nine. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody sees that, Carl. That's why I say it's crazy to think, like, you know, you have people who are together 20 years and 30 years and end up, you know, getting divorced. It's like, yo, what happened? Like, yo, really, what happened along that line? Because some people got to 10 just like you are, Carl, and they was smooth sailing. And then they got to 16 and was like, yo, this is crazy. I can't do it anymore. And so I agree with you, but I don't think anybody starts out with the intentions of, Oh, yeah. Well, about yeah, see, but they it. do, though, see? But they do, man. And, and if you heard what the dude was saying, it's, it's really, see, it, it's a situation where he was talking about everything but his wife. You know what I'm saying? And he was talking about how many years he worked and how much money he made mm-hmm. and what he did for his family. Like, that's what he was on. And so I'm not, for real, bro, I'm, I'm far from perfect, but I'm still opening up the doors for my wife. Why? Because I do remember when I was homeless and you blessed me. I don't argue with her like you said, see, because, you know, my thing is, yo, you deserve this right. Like, for real, like I, w- I, w- I was nothing and the Lord used you to bless me. So I don't have a right. You know what I'm saying? Like, what, what are we arguing about? You know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't that deep. If you want blue carpet, white carpet, I just want to be on carpet with you, see? <laughs> I just want to be on the carpet with right, you. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's why I'm still buying her gifts and doing stuff because I remember, and I think most people that get divorced, see, and again, no disrespect, but people spend thousands on the day, see? And then they get relaxed afterwards. They stop looking at their wife and looking at their wife attractive. You know what I'm saying? Like, your wife got a little gut now. I ain't looking at my wife like you got look. I'm looking at my wife like, yo, 
flat out. If you ain't had them two kids, you ain't start picking up doggone weight till you had them doggone two kids. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like that. So don't look. I can't act like you was you was gonna pick up weight just on your own. Like yo, literally, my girl was a certain size. She had Jalen and still was able to get back to that. But when she had Boom Boom, she ain't bounced back, bro. You know what I'm saying? So so I'm not looking at you like you out of shape. I'm looking at you like, yo, for real. I still see my wife as attractive as I did the day we the, the, the day we hooked up. And I think that's where people start going wrong. See, once they get married, the marriage is no longer the focus. Now folks focusing on working and paying mortgage, you know, in the car note and making, you know, uh, as Josh always say, my son's in basketball and golf and my daughter's in volleyball and whatever and swimming. And you get to the point, see, where the marriage is no longer the focus and you end up getting divorced, but what do you do? You only fall in love with homegirl because she ain't got to cook. You don't, you don't, Every time you see her, she dressed up because she ain't got to wake up with you in the middle of the night. She ain't got to <laughs> clean your house and take care of your kids. So, of course, she looking a drop dead, in your mind, gorgeous and smelling good. and got, She got a doggone makeup every time you see her. Every time you with her, y'all happy. Why? Because you're not dealing with the real, the real. Your wife. Your husband, you dealing with the real. It ain't no fantasy island. But I just think, see, so many people, I have to tell my kids, like, yo, time out. It ain't about y'all right now. I'm about to pour it in my marriage. Because if I don't, I'm going to take care of the two of you, and I ain't going to have your mom no more. And I have to tell my wife sometimes, shut it down, slow down. We're not doing the four, four of us not going on a trip. Just me and you going on a trip. The kid's not going with us to Dubai. You know what I'm saying? The kid's not going to Disney World with us. My wife, like, we're going to Disney World without the kids? Absolutely. Why? Because we took them four times. <laughs> it's our time now. You know, we, we, we are enjoying it being empty nested. So I'm just being real. See, I see a lot of D1. I'm sorry, not D1, but professional athletes who suffer. Why? And I'm just, see, when they make it to the league, you can see it in their eyes. See? You could see it. See, when they get that first $10 million check and they buy their mama a house, yeah, it's over. Yeah, see, man, it's that was over. The goal. See, that was it's the goal. Over. Yeah. The goal I mean, is gone. I mean, the drive I, is I'm gone. I'm sure everybody saw it by now. And, you know, I, I, I'm not one to rain on, on somebody's already sad day, but uh, Tiger Woods, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're you looking at my man again, like, bro, what are you doing? You done got a DUI? Like, you drop, and he was, I guess he tried to say, like, oh, alcohol wasn't a factor. I'm like, bro, what you doing? on pills at 3 a.m., you know what I'm saying, driving, sleep at the wheel, like, you know, and you look at people, and, and this goes for everybody listening, and I guess my bigger point is like, yo, you you thinking your job and your career and you blow up and that's it, and it's like, yo, you still got a seen. whole nother, yeah. you know, thing to maintain, yeah. like, yeah. And, and it's something that I, you know, for real, I'm, I'm not, like, I've been blessed, and we, you know, Candace and I, that's why I can come on the podcast and share these little stupid stories yeah. and laugh and stuff yeah. because we do have a healthy marriage. Trust me, the last thing I would be doing if we was beefing is talking about, am I tripping or does your wife, you know, whatever. And so, you know, it, it's one of those things that I, even especially before we had kids, I had to, you know, remember and focus on the fact that, yo, you are married. And yes, y'all trying to blow up this company and, you know, change lives and, you know, be financially independent and all of those things. But you do have a wife who needs attention, who needs you to stop and watch a movie every now and then, who needs you to, you know, send flowers or, you know, that kind of thing. And I think people out there, 
you know, as you on your grind and building your business and grinding and stuff like that, and you might not even be married, but just relationships in general, you've been neglecting relationships, trying to get to the next level in your business. And I'm telling you, you look at Tiger, you can get to the top of the mountain and it ain't what you think it is. You know what I'm saying? And so I think that's the thing E, that I think most of the world admires about you is, yo, you are at the top of the mountain, but you got there with all of your integrity. We never had to switch up. We never, you know, it wasn't like, oh, he arrived, but you arrived with like a 22-year-old little swimsuit model. And D and the kids was, you know, back, like people do that, you know, and they lose track of what's important. I listened to Chris Rock and he like, yo, he was like having an affair with like Miss Kansas City or something. I don't know if he was serious when he said it or not, but I'm just like, yo, you like that. That's what happens when people get to that level. And I think that's one of the things that you know, is, is that you've taught all of us, Ian, your example has been so crucial in seeing that at no point did you switch up. But I think, you know, like I said, there's people listening who just, you so focused on blowing up, and if you just had yeah, this much money yeah. in the bank, and if you just yeah. drove this ride and had this yeah. kind of house, you would be straight, and yeah. it's not the truth, man. And, and it's because money is not the thing, see, and I just want to say this real quick. You know, somebody might be asking, and, and I'm talking about in our inner circle, P, uh, see, people are asking me, like, y'all got this building, and it's big. My wife saw it and was discouraged. She was like, yo, this building, like one building you can get lost, like C said. Right, right. Then you go to the other building, the other building is like, wow. And Didi was like, yo, this is a lot. And I said, sweetheart, do me a huge favor. This has nothing to do with a building. You know, we can pay to have a construction worker come in. I said, but what you don't understand is when you have 12, we were together 12 hours on Saturday. 12 hours on Sunday. Right. Do you understand what we did for the relationship, see? Right. Do you, know right. How, do you understand how strategic I was? I got Didi. I, all the people, you and Candace, the only ones that, you know, from the squad, we Josh. We was there in spirit. Not, not, yeah, that, that, that you should have FaceTimed me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I know. But I'm saying literally, bro, we were all together laughing, joking, the kids out. Bro, I got little shorties. Little Elijah is no more than three years old. Three, he, four, three, yeah. four. When we when he come every morning, he hugs me. When he leaves at night, he hugs me. I'm talking about a hug that's out of his world. See, and this three or four year old would be able to say, "Yo, I spend time with my pastor." Like my pastor wasn't so big time that we didn't spend time together. So that's that's what I mean. He kind of took where I was going to go after, but the whole key see that I think worked for all of us is that everybody was along in the process. It wasn't like you went out there and did anything on your own like that. Even though you and, you and Candace worked separate jobs, Tamisha worked at, at MSU for a long time. Like, they were always along in the process. As many trips as we could take them on, you know, as much as we could do. And then the backup plan is, if, if they're not there, we got some accountability out of this world with each other. You know what I'm saying? So the foolishness, let me just go with the foolishness, is not as very unlikely to happen, number one, because they're either there or we got each other there that's going to hold you accountable. And then just the part that C said, like, I mean, he just said, like, I, I'm going home on a high C. Like, I, I don't know how, how that makes sense. Like, we were just joking. Like, we coming up here and working harder than we ever worked for 12, 15 hours. No, no payment in your pocket. But you leaving this environment high. When I tell you high, Jordan learned to ride without training wheels out here. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Like, literally, I'm watching, I'm watching little man outside. We just took the training wheels off. He got the whole church out here cheering for him. But when you talk about people invested, fully invested in relationships, us all together, doing stuff together. We buying, ain't nobody going to buy something for themselves to eat. We buying for everybody out here to eat. And again, I'm, I'm talking general, but still think about this in, in, in regards to your relationship, people. But you know what I'm saying? When you have this kind of stuff going on, 
Um, yeah, you can't you can't just pass this up. Like this is too deep rooted. You know what I'm saying? Like it's way too much stuff happening now as a family, as a group, as a community for you to just like you. It wears a lot more when you think about going and doing something stupid. Like it hey, wears a lot more. Can I ask a, a question, more. Carl? And, What's and, up? and again, because because we're trying to teach people. But see, what you say that we do business together, and we happen to be brothers. Or that we are mm. brothers, we're family, mm. and yeah. we happen to do business together. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking that's rhetorical because everybody yeah. on the oh, whole no podcast doubt. can probably guess yeah, no doubt. that we built the brotherhood yeah. first and Long then found time. out what we was going to do along the way. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's real. Thousand yeah, man, percent. so I'm telling you, the relationship piece, man, it's so valuable. I was going to say, every time I think of, I've made this a practice, that yeah, I picked it up from you again. But I promise you, of course, human nature, you're selfish. Let me just call it what it is. Human nature is selfish. So that's what makes relationships so hard. That's what makes a marriage so hard because you're thinking about you all the time. But the reality is every time me and Tamisha get into something, I think about literally, and I told you all the story, but literally the first time I went to her house and knocked at her door and I was like, hey, Tamisha at home, like that's the exact moment I think about every time we get into something. Like I force myself to think about that. And I smile, bro. I smile because, like, it's funny to think that how from starting knocking at her house that night to we 10 years married now. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, to just think about that, like, it changed everything for me. I don't care what she said or did. I could be pissed, whatever. When I think back about that, was, I, who said that? Like, if you're not going to remember it in three months, why are you even getting upset about it for yeah, a whole right, day? Right. Like, does that even make sense? You're not right. even going to remember this joint. Like, it just, you didn't think that she should have done it that way. He, you know, you didn't think that he should have done it that way and not turned out. And just, or you said, so, whatever. But at the end of the day, like, seriously, is it really worth And I'm not trying to, you know, make things small, y'all. It's whatever. You, you're going to beef. But at the end of the day, if y'all going in the same direction, let, let's do this. Let's compare when you're happy and let's compare when y'all beefing. And tell me which one is the stronger feeling that you want to keep around. And then you put the energy into that one. Bottom line. Just compare the two. Like, you think of the time that y'all beefed the most and y'all was pissed. The last time that y'all went there, you got there. I shouldn't say the P word. Australians are listening. They might be offended. I'm sorry, y'all. Um, but yeah, it's the rated G word for us. Right. Oh, right. right. It's right. G word. Yeah, I apologize, you know my Australian family. That over here is not a bad word. But seriously, like, think about that lowest time. Y'all was real. Y'all was beefing. Y'all was getting at it. And then think about that last time. Y'all just cuddled and watched a movie or y'all did something together. You know, whatever. Y'all traveled together. And tell me which feeling you want around and which one you want to dwell on. That's what it boils down to. Because we all going through something that's going to get you frustrated or whatever. But you just got to find a way to keep remembering that time. Or even if it's one time, remember something. That could get you back but to Carl, that why point you where remember it's that worth time? it. I'm just saying, Carl, why, why do we do? Okay, so, okay, again, here goes my age getting in the way. You guys have to forgive me. But when we were in college, you know, we had the standard, you know, we didn't have a four-speed, six-speed, C, whatever, standard, right? So, so, you know, we didn't have a lot of money. So what you would do, because the alternator was messed up, see, what we do is park on a hill, right? And then you either try to push your own car or somebody help you push, and you hit that clutch, see, and that sucker, ooh, and you could, you know, you, as long as you had gas, you could do your thing. Or think about a TV or remote control that's messed up. Like, I got a remote control that, that it can turn, like, I can turn the stations, but the volume don't work. Carl, I've never thrown it away. We didn't throw the standard <laughs> car away because mm. we had to put it on the hill. We made the adjustment. Yeah. So why is it that yeah. we make adjustments with TVs? Put your dog on marriage on the hill. <laughs> Just you, let, you it roll, yeah. let, let it roll. Let it roll. Let it roll. 
You know, but we don't say the clutch is messed up or the car is messed up. You know, um, we say, yo, we make the adjustments. See, so why? So why in our marriages, the, our husbands or why? Like, why do we get rid of something because it's got a defect a one part of it? See, you know what I'm saying? We're going to just just totally get rid of the whole thing because no, bro, I got I, sometimes I got to use two remotes, Carl, one remote, the, the volume work, one, the channel work. <laughs> and guess what? I have. So both are you saying we should have two different wives? <laughs> We get another uh, wife for the things I'm that we need. I'm off the podcast yeah, now. Clean. Uh, oh, <laughs> I, I didn't know where he was going with the two remotes. I'm trying, trying to catch what the pastor said. I check out, y'all. You know what I'm saying? I check out. I thought you were saying, my bad, go for this, it. I'm sorry. This, this is when the ET I, fans say, why CJ plays so much? <laughs> this is why. This is this when they say that. He said, get another remote. I didn't know where the analogy was going. I'm sorry. I apologize. I just wanted to be clear. You know, we got some people that take you very literal on this podcast. Uh, he said, I need another one. I'm, I'm, not I'm sorry, he continue. I threw you off. I'm about to get That's hate it. Him. No, that was all I was saying. That's it. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, no, no, no. You, you, you're 100% right. I agree. I think, well, here's the thing, though, and I, I talked about this in the marriage book, um, and we talk about it in Breathe University in the marriage courses. I think here's the problem, you know, and I use the analogy of a car. You know, once that car gets a certain amount of dents, scratches, nicks, uh, it gets to, you know, you, you, we all have been there with a car where you have that, you go to the to the shop and they like, all right, cool. It's going to be $3,600 to get this fixed. And sometimes the car is not worth that much. And so I think sometimes you let your marriage get so beat up to where what it's going to take an investment is going to take to fix it. You look at it like it's not even worth that much. You know what I mean? Like, so you might have a, your car might only be worth five grand. It's going to be $3,600 to get fixed. You like, nah, nope, new, it's time for a new car. And that's what, you, you know, where most people tap out and quit. So I guess, E, how do you know when it's on that other side? I guess I'm saying is divorce an option? You know what I mean? Is there, is there a point where your marriage is oh, so beat up it. that you can't? Yeah, but here's the deal, see. Again, listen to what we're talking about. It's not, we're not talking about marriage. We're talking about, like, the triple-double. We're talking about keeping everything, no child left behind. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> We're talking about, you know, the marriage, your children, whatever. Here's the challenge, see. I just think for whatever reason, everything else we're willing to put in, like, you, who, who says, I'm going to get a business divorce? See, you put all your money into it, all your time. I'm seeing people at this church, I'm seeing people putting in 12 hours, three, four days in a row, nobody's complaining. But for whatever reason, when marriage has a nick or challenge see that's when it seemed like we want to check out that's when we start taking it personal and it's what Carl said we are so selfish the husband is saying I'm not getting everything I want you know the wife is saying I'm not getting everything I want and here's the deal Carl just said it but I'm gonna say it as it relates to you know my relationship with my mom I remember when I wanted to forgive my mom and I couldn't and all I kept hearing is the reason why you can't really forgive her is because you haven't forgotten about the stuff that you think hurt you because you focusing on you. And then one day I woke up CJ and said, what was it like getting pregnant at 17? You selfish, you self-centered. Why are you thinking about Eric Thomas? My mama lied to me and didn't tell me who my father was. You selfish. What was it like being 17? What was it like having a child at 18 and you doggone in school? What is it like not being able to go to college? What was it like raising you without? Apparently she thought me being with my father wasn't going to be the best thing for me coming up. You feel me? So, I, so see, once I start saying 
Forget Eric Thomas. And what about me? And what about my needs? And I started looking at my mom and saying, yo, you went to work. You had to grind with a kid. I'm thinking about having Jalen and Jada with DD. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying I, with, with, a, with a college group of people that supported me. My mom didn't have that. You think about being homeless? Her mother kicked her out when she found out she was pregnant. What was that like? See? But I never stopped to think, what was that like for my mom? I never, because I never cared. It was just like, what about me? And why you do this to me? And, and, and why you take this from me? And when I changed, see, and start thinking about my mother, you know what? It was easy to forget and forgive because I had empathy for her. And what was it like for her? So I'm just saying, I don't know why we're empathetic in business and sympathetic in business and we don't want to stop and we want to grind. And when our kids are messing up, we get in there with them and we fight to make it happen. And we would never think about getting a divorce from our children. But when it comes to marriage, see, the thing that is, you know, so important and critical to our lives that seems like the thing that we want to check out on first and give up on first and surrender first. And so, yes, divorce is an option. But I just mm. feel like, see, weren't you in love at one point? Wasn't something working at what point? Can we not get back to that, see? What about the fact that they say people just grow apart? And why, again, why did you grow apart? Because y'all not you including each other yep. or nothing. Yep. Yep. You're not including each other. You can't grow apart. I mean, I can't speak to extreme circumstances. It might be some personality. I don't know. Are there personalities? What y'all think? Are there personalities that just can't get along? Like, is that some possible? I don't know. Y'all was together dating. Y'all got along something and happened. dating and y'all yep. got married. The something grown man gets skewed my opinion. I'm sorry. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> I, thought right, right. That, I thought it was just going to be GMG and we were going to be happily ever after. No, for real, see? For real, some people oh, get I'm married without serious. really knowing I'm what it is. I'm a thousand percent serious. Yep, yep. They don't know what it means to be a husband or be a wife. I think a lot of people fail in business because they don't know what it takes to run a business, see? I don't think people lose their business, see, because they didn't want to be in business, didn't want to blow up. I think it's the stuff they weren't thinking about, the stuff they weren't prepared for, the stuff they weren't planning for. I hear fathers who say they ran from their responsibilities from their sons or daughters, see, because it was just overwhelming. Like, they just didn't feel like they can handle it. So, yeah, I'm, I'm with you 100%. But I also think this, see, I believe as you look at us, not even just our marriages, but you look at us, we could have easily have outgrown each other, but we did everything, you know, together, bro. You know what I'm saying? And we made a conscientious decision that, okay, yep, C might be in Brandon and he blowing up in that area, but you still share with us. You feel me? And look, y'all, let me tell y'all how bad it is. And I'm just trying to help somebody. It's so bad with us that I'll go speak. I, I went and did something for um, one of the members of the Cleveland Indians yesterday as he's trying to. He, are, he a beast, bro. But he's just trying to, my boy Mike just trying to take his game to a whole nother level. And it's so crazy because C will be like, E, what happened? Tell me. I want the testimony right after. You know what I'm saying? Carl will be waiting. You know what I'm saying? Like, I might speak to the, you know, to the Browns. You know what I'm saying? And speak to the whole fr uh, organization. And 15 seconds after it's over, Carl texts me like, yo, E, you finished yet? I'm like, yeah. You ain't going to give me my crumbs? Like, can you tell me what happened? So we, we include everybody. Carl might have a dope meeting, you know, and trying to take the BU platform to a whole level. When Carl get off that call, Carl hit me up like, yo, E, you ain't going to believe it. This is what they said. So while we can't necessarily be with each other all the time, we're still sharing the moments. And so when we wake up in the morning, Didi and I, let's do testimonies. Let's talk about, you know, let's share. And so every day Didi and I are sharing. We're talking. And it's nothing deep, 
but we just share what's good happening to you. What, 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 what's bad? What are you thinking? How are you feeling with your MS? Like what's going on? How do you feel about Jalen graduating and moving to Atlanta? You know what I'm saying? How do you feel about Jada working? You know, there's something, you know what I'm saying? Like she's not working with us. She's at Michigan. How do you feel sweetheart? So I just feel like, see, you only grow apart when you stop opening the door for your wife. You know, when you stop having pillow talk, you feel me? When you stop taking trips together, when you stop communicating, when you stop sharing, when you stop building puzzles. I was at Carl's crib. They're still putting the dog on puzzles together after 10 years. They still got puzzles. See, Didi and I still Uno. She's still killing me in Uno. You feel me? Like we still, we're still doing the things we did when we were dating. What is that? We still dating. See, we haven't let marriage get in the way of us dating as a company. We still, after every gig, we still going out to eat. We still trying to still be like, yo, I'm going to fly to Detroit and drop my kids off. A.E., make sure we got the same flight. We still still flying together, y'all. We live in different cities. We still get in the same car with each other and talking on the way to the airport. We still, Carl sitting two seats over. I'm in with Didi. He with Tamisha. We, Didi and Tamisha trying to sit on the ends. Candace trying to sit on the ends. So we don't, you know what I'm saying? Candace like, oh, nah, y'all can't sit on the end. Cause if you, you and E on the end, y'all going to be talking the whole trip and we ain't going to get our merit. We still doing that y'all. So what hey, we, we talked is, about it before. Sorry to cut you, E, but C, yeah. I want C to tell me real quick. C, we talked about this before, I think, but C, walk me through Paris again, because I don't think people understand what, what I mean, I, I hope they understand what E said, but walk me through Paris. You were in a different country, a different time zone. Walk me through exactly what you oh, did yeah, to no, so people we, understand. Yeah, we were six hours ahead in Paris, and so I had to set my body clock to wake up at, you know, six o'clock yard time, which was like noon. So I would like literally noon was my 6 a.m., so that I could stay on the same exact schedule with you guys because I didn't want to be left out of anything. I didn't want to be, you know, going to bed, you know, at 8 o'clock, you know, 9 o'clock at night. And then y'all up, it's only 2, 3 in the you know, afternoon, you know, here back in the States. So I set my body clock to stay on the same, you know, And that was for three days, right? See, how long? Three, four days? Oh, man, well, four or five months, something like that. So, and that's the point he's trying the to hurricane. make, y'all. Like, for real, you got to put it in. You can't expect. Yeah. Like, we was just joking. Yeah. He doing pull-ups. Yeah. And he said, I'm going to do the pull-ups the other way because that way TJ said that your body going to respond fast and I'm going to oh, see it. Man. I'm not doing all this work no, not to see that. it. Let me, t- oh, you know let what me saying? tell you something. I'm so tired of working out. I'm so tired of working out. <laughs> I saw something. Hey, oh, I saw the best post I ever <laughs> seen in my life. Somebody sent it to me. And it was a chunky dude on the beach. And, he, and they had the caption. It said, attention. Due to recent setbacks, my summer body will be postponed another year. As always, your your patience is appreciated. <laughs> Let me borrow that. Put that on a t-shirt. Attention. Oh, that no, boy Carl said, due to recent do. setbacks, my summer body will be postponed another year. As always, your patience is appreciated. Bro, I said, let me just get hey. that right now and go to Waffle House uh, right now. Hey, me and Carl got it. We set a new goal. Like, okay, we're not going to try to, you know, bulk the chest out. We're not going to try to get the six-pack. We're not on that. What we're working on is when we get 70, right now we're working on being uh, mobile. That's our just thing. Just being mobile. We just want to be mobile. That's just our being thing. Mobile. So we're planning right now for 70 and 80. We're going to do enough resistance and cardio just so that we mobile because it's not going to make a difference. Me and Carl just broke it down. A six-pack ain't going to matter at uh, 80, see? I just want to be in a wheelchair. I who am I trying to sexy out? Every time I'm doing crunches, I'm saying, who is this for? 
Right. Kevin's done already accepted you. <laughs> right as you are. You know what I'm saying? Who is this for? Oh, you know, Lord. And it's definitely mercy. not for me. No, I'm tired of it, bro. Like, I'm doing the interval shake. stuff Sean taught us on the podcast. Bruh, I'm talking about I, my my hamstrings. I'm talking about I didn't even know I had hamstrings. My every morning I get out to bed and I'm I'm like, I've been on it for like three, four weeks now. And it still ain't getting no better. And I'm just, every day I get to the gym, I'm like, why, God? Why am I still putting myself through this? Then I got to come home. Candace on a health kick now. Shout out to Rochelle. And now oh, it's that? organic everything. Trey eating Ooh, organic Cheerios. Yep. I'm talking about we the whole house. Avery got organic, organic little raspberry. I'm like, Gummy bears. Bro, yeah, I, I seen some gummy bears. Yeah. I saw some organic gummy bears. I'm gonna send it to you. I just I saw it the other some day. Some fried chicken so bad that I'm just organic. like organic. Just get organic fried chicken. Uh, just let get me, organic. Let me tell you something. If they got it, I'm on it because I'm so tired. I'm I mean, sure they have it somewhere. Yeah, I'm sorry. I had I went on the ramp, but like Candace on this health kick. Now she meal prepping for the whole week. I'm like, yo, what are we having? She like, yo, we got grilled chicken. I'm like, grilled chicken again. Lord have mercy. So. Yeah, no, no man, it's, it's, uh, it's a sacrifice. I don't know I where I will. gotta have organic pork chops. Do they have those somewhere? See, uh, the well, organic pork well, chops. We try to leave the pork, <laughs> the pork alone. Although, man, shout out to um, Eric from the Cakewalk um, and his wife Lauren. Man, I just had uh, breakfast with them. Man, let me tell you something. I got snuck again. I'm talking about folks is like veterans in the game. So they, uh, our BU family is great, and Eric and uh, Lauren are veteran BU members, and they came into town, hit me like, yo, let's catch up. I'm like, no doubt. So we went to breakfast, and they were sitting down before I got there, and I thought I was slick, right? So I'm sitting with Eric and Lauren, and I, like, had the credit card under the table, but I was on the edge, so I was, like, trying to hold it out so the waitress could grab it. She walked past me, like, five times and wouldn't grab the card. I'm like, boo, are you slow? Like, what's going on? And um, turns out, man, they had got to the restaurant before I did. And already before I even got there, gave their car. I was like, whoa, I was a little hurt. But um, yeah, no, it was uh, it was insane. But anyway, I say that to say they had the best bacon I had. Oh, man, I'm talking about just sinful. I, I had to repent. It was so good. So, yeah, but no, we trying to leave the pork alone. Um, you know, we trying to stay with the lean fish, chicken, turkey. Uh, but I'm tired of it, y'all. I am. I, I just want oh, I want some pizza, some fried chicken. Like I'm just and all of y'all that say, "Oh, you can eat uh, healthy and it's good." No, it's not. Stop saying. No, that. I'm tired terrible. of y'all. Y'all it's never terrible. had what I had. Y'all never been to the dark side, okay? Because <laughs> what I'm eating, what I was used to eating, don't taste. It tastes way better than all your <laughs> organic nonsense. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know what? I, I I don't live to eat. I eat to live. So I just keep uh-huh. telling that's myself. That's what I'm telling myself. Uh, that's keep, what I keep telling myself. Uh, I keep and t- I had I told myself that 21 straight days. Yo, there's an episode of Martin, and I promise you, like once a year, I see it where he was on the diet and exercise boy. Oh my goodness, it is the funniest episode ever when Gina had baked his mama biscuits and he lost his mind when he was on that exercise regimen. Hilarious. Um, real quick, I don't know where, I don't know how to segue we segue it off of the relationships and the food, but um, real quick, I'm ready to say something real quick that's going to ha- and we're not going to fight, right? Don't at me. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Um, game one for the final starts tonight, the final start, this is going to come out at 6 o'clock, three hours from now. I, I am going to say this, don't at me, if... LeBron wins the championship again. He's the GOAT. 
the, the all-time goat. The you goat, go in there. All-time goat. LeBron the all-time win, goat. LeBron wins this one. He is officially the all-time goat. Carl, I'm, 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 I'm ready. What you got for me? Yeah, no, I still can't go there. I still can't go there. I will put him as the next goat. This, the goat of this generation. Absolutely, I give him that. I can't go. I can't go all the way to the to the top. I can't go all the way to the top. It's something Bruh. different. See, I still can't go there. It's something Yo, different. No. I'm saying if he wins this, now that'll be four, right? Okay, I understand right. MJ got six, but that'll be eight finals, four rings, and I just, like I said, man, I'm just watching him do it with teams that aren't nearly as good. He doesn't have Phil Jackson, so I understand the rings are important, but I'm, I'm just saying if, now that's a big if because I still think Golden State probably has the advantage this week. Or in the finals, but um, I, I'm I'm ready to say if if LeBron beats them with KD, bruh, I'm really I'm ready to go ahead and say goat. And I'm sorry he goes hey. right past Mamba, and right past MJ, for the greatest of all time. So send all your hate mail to uh, info18inspires.com. <laughs> I'm sure y'all let's have get plenty. It um, uh, tweet it. Hey, let's give them a hashtag. Let's give like some kind of hashtag they could use on social media or something. Exactly. Well, yeah. Exactly. Use the hashtag. LBJ the goat, right? Yeah, there and just, it is. And, just, and, and don't at me because I'm not on Twitter at E or so. <laughs> um, real quick, um, I'll ask oh, you... E or ask Carl actually because I think E had to run, right? Yeah, E is... said something happened. Yeah, we still at church working, y'all. So yeah. something happened. He ran out there real yeah, quick. Yeah, a walk came yeah, down. He had. I don't know yeah, what something. E gonna do. Um, <laughs> let me find a question. Uh, okay, this is a good question, Carl. It says, you guys always talk about what you do to make your wives happy. What do they do to make you feel special? <laughs> is that a trick question? <laughs> oh, wow. I got to make sure I get it right because she might listen. She hadn't been listening to a lot of them, but just in case she listened to this uh, one. No, man. Um, GMG. Yeah, <laughs> I was just going to say, for being a dude is simple, man. I'm not trying to be funny, but I don't think that we require a whole lot. Yeah, uh, just my some, wife said just some love and compassion. That's it. She said to me one night, uh, it was I want to say at the end of last week. Like I laid down in the bed, and she just looked over and said, "Hey, I appreciate everything. Like I see the effort that you put into this family. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it, and I love you for it." And bruh, I was lit. That's it. I was lit. I was like, "Oh, okay." She see, I'm working hard. Yeah. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do, and she appreciated. I can't mm-hmm. need none. I don't need nothing else. That's it. I'm lit off of that. So simple, man. Yeah, no, I agree. Same thing. Like, I'm I'm pretty low maintenance. You know what I mean? Just in terms of like, I I, I just thought about it. Like, I'm not really into anything. Like, some people like watches. Some people like cars and shoes, and you know, just all that kind of stuff. I'm just not into a whole lot. So it's not like anything like. She knows, like, you can't just, like, buy me something and I'll be like, oh, my God, you know what I mean? So I would just say for real, you know, same, you know, kind of thing, just that appreciation. You know, I think that's one thing that my wife does a great job of. For me, it's like mm-hmm. she makes me feel appreciated. I don't, I don't I'm one of those people who like, yo, I, I'll run to the edge of the earth. Um, but, you know, I do want to feel appreciated. Like, I want to know that sure. you know, it, it's yep. making a difference. And so I think she does a good job yep. um, of that, making me feel appreciated. So I would say that's one. Um, and then we got a question from a young man in South Africa um, real quick. And he wrote a long email, but I wanted to, you know, kind of, and long story short, Carl, he's a South African 20-year-old student about to finish the university and step into the real world. And he said, um, what makes a man and how and when did you think you became one? That's a good question. Mm. Hmm. 
what makes a man and yeah no so I, my 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 benchmark is 27 years old what made me a man at 27 years old was when I, that's the year I got married mm. and I promise you everything shifted it and that's not what yeah. made I won't say that's not what makes you a man you know what I'm saying obviously mm-hmm. to be married but for me it was like fully accepting the responsibility of something other than myself like that was the transition for me now I got a whole nother person that yeah. I'm not just you know what I'm saying that I'm now intentionally about to take care yeah. of or look out for to me that was the transition and that was just the beginning of course because you know there's a whole new world that opens after that but I think for me that was it like you're now responsible for again you coming out of school so school was important you want to make your parents happy you know you want to do that kind of stuff but now, for real, it's a matter of, okay, absolutely. you are in charge yeah, and you got to take care of your, fa- you know, your wife, your family. Now you're talking about a place to live. You got bills. You got like, so, it's, you know, being able to own up to yeah. all the responsibilities that you have yep. and not, you know, not back down from none of them. It, 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 not all are easy decisions, but being able to live up to, you know, the hype, as they say, live up to all of it. Yeah. Did you hear the question, E? Yeah, no question. Yeah, no question. Yep, no question. I think for me, Carl, it was um, Jalen. You know, because I got married real young, like I was 19 years old, you know, so while that was definitely, you know, Carl, like a whoa, you know what I'm saying? Like we were still young, you know what I'm saying? And, and but I think Jalen and especially with the situation I had with my past in terms of my father or whatever, it was like exactly what Carl said, like, yo, this this young person is hmm, wow, relying on me for the rest of their life. You know, mm-hmm. this is. um, Yeah. And I, and I get choked up because. Jalen's 21, you know what I'm saying? He just graduated from college. So you guys can imagine what it's like having a responsibility at four, you know what I'm saying, with your sons now. But imagine him being an adult now. Right. And so as I'm answering the question, Carl, I'm going from the day at the hospital. You talked about remembering Tamisha at the door. Wow. It's the same thing. I'm going from being in the hospital to now Jalen's a grown man towering over me, you know what I'm saying, and about to contribute to the world. Now, of course, CJ you know, and, and Josh will have the liberty, you know, of a few years, you know, training him up, you know, for the company. But we all know that as he is maturing, he's going to impact the world. It's not just going to be ETA, you know. So um, for me, man, definitely Jalen wanting to break that cycle and really wanting to prove to myself, Carl, because I had people who told me you could that I couldn't do it no, because no. Yeah. of the dysfunctional, you know, situation that, you know, and it was, uh, you know, all dysfunction isn't bad, but I wasn't born and raised in a traditional, you know, two parent, you know, home where your mom and your dad marry and then they have children like that wasn't my reality. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and I really wanted to be able to prove that I could get my family back on track traditionally. You know what I'm saying? It's not like my parents didn't. My mom didn't do anything. You know what I'm saying? But I wanted to be able to say two parent. I had been married. We had children by the same, you know, I had children by the same, um, uh, uh, um, you know, by their mom, whatever. I didn't have children outside of wedlock, whatever. So, yeah, see, that that was Jalen was for me. Yeah, no. And if, nah. if, if Jada's listening, you too, Jada. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> right, exactly. no, no. Don't worry, she's not. She's not. <laughs> um, real quick, I, I think, you know, I just echo that, but, that, you know, I'll simplify mine. It was... You know, I think becoming a man is when you truly uh, put other people's needs before your own. Like for real, like that—that that is the moment when you become a man. When when others' happiness and everything else comes before your own. You know what I mean? Just in terms of like what you would do for people. Like I remember, like when that switch clicked, where it was like everything was about me, 
And then I remember that switch when it was like, yo, it's about others and, and, and giving more than you take and, you know, all of those things. And I was explaining that to Jalen and Kale. It's like, yo, y'all like in this like weird metamorphosis process where you're starting to understand, you know, the manhood, but you're not fully a man until you put your own needs second. You know what I mean? Like you yeah, take care of yourself yeah. and you build yourself yeah. up. But when it comes to like providing and those like every single day, I think of my family before I think of myself. Like I'm, I'm like, yo, All how day. is my yeah. wife gonna be straight today? My kids, like that, always comes before my own um, needs. Um, yeah, yeah, no, real quick, guys. Of course, Breathe University. You guys come join us, come check us out. We actually got Sean. I don't even know if I told you, Carl, but we got Sean hosting the pod. I'm mean, hosting the call tonight, the BU call tonight. Oh, so Sean, who's on the podcast, is our Good BU stuff. host tonight um, for our call, man. But come join us, man. Just an amazing community again. You can't buy this kind of network that we have within BU, man. It is um, literally a family. Everything you could possibly need. I just told you, uh, my wife is being trained, a health coach by somebody who's in BU. We got, you know, just access to everything. So we would love to see you guys in BU. Um, Also, man, phenomenalcruise.com. Check us out there. We would love for you guys to come on the cruise with us March of 2018. So you got plenty of time, but sign up now because... Slots are going fast uh, for the Phenomenal Cruise. We look forward to that. You guys already know about the islands we're going to be hitting. Uh, It's going to be a great time to relax, get away, have some fun. Houston, July 9th, we are in H-Town with the Stay Ready Tour. All the guys, Inky, Jeremy, Willie, David, E.T., the whole crew, we will be in the building in Houston, July 9th. So go to etinspires.com backslash events to check that out. Um, Carl, am I missing anything? Any other announcements we got? Yeah, no, see, that's it. We good. You covered everything. We, we straight. Yeah, so we look forward to seeing y'all out. If he's not back, uh, Carl, you can go ahead and get us out of here on that nugget of the day, brother. Got it. So, hey, man, nugget of the day. Seriously, y'all, and y'all might hear me going here a lot, but we talked about it. Who's in your community that you can be pouring into? Like, y'all heard he just talk about how he strategically did the church at this time, you know, APOC, the ETA headquarters where we are, so people can come together. I'm sure we could have got a contracting crew to come out here and do the demolition and do all that. But I'm telling y'all, man, just working together with people, being on one accord is nothing like it. Nothing like being on one accord. I'm talking about we together pulling carpets up, like elbow to elbow, you know, the dust falling on you, the kids running around falling in the paint, and you could just see people smiling. End of the day, you exhausted but smiling. So I'm just challenging you. Don't think about yourself today. Think about somebody else that you can work with. Think about some, something that you can create for you, your family, whatever, a game night at your house. Just do something different, man, and get your family, get your friends, get those around you involved. And I'm telling you, what we're learning is, if you're paying attention to what we're saying, is relationships, man. At the end of the day, the relationship that you have with people is what makes the difference. It's not how much you paid them. It's not how much they paid you or what you got from them. It's the relationship Knowing that this person's got your back, knowing you can rely on them, that's what matters at the end of the day, man. So make sure y'all go out of here and look out for somebody, man. Create that environment that we can thrive in, and I promise y'all, you're not going to lack from it, all right? I promise. So that's it for today, y'all. We are out of here. We appreciate that, Nugget Carl. We'll see you next week. I want you to focus on here right now. Don't you worry about when you get home. You make this, you concentrate on this opportunity. You don't worry about tomorrow. You concentrate on this opportunity with all your might.